Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 160 of Ask Vidas and Osha podcast. This question was sent by John and he writes, Hi Vidas and Osha, how are you today? I'm quite excited. I have almost finalized my program for April 7th and I'm designing a poster uh, and invite for the recital. I wanted to ask uh, you a few questions. Um, does the St. John's organ have a balanced swell pedal on the swell division, or is it a trigger level lever um, pedal of to the right hand side of the pedal board? How heavy is the mechanical action? I remember one of your podcasts was with an American organist, and he said. It was the heaviest heat played. How many people who might attend my recital would speak English? I'm guessing my poster and program need uh, to be in Lithuanian and you would have to interpret any words I say. Uh, would people expect me to speak at the beginning of the recital and then play all the pieces? Or is it okay to play groups of three pieces and introduce each bracket of three pieces? If it takes a long time to walk from the organ loft, this may not be possible unless there is a wireless microphone. On the St. John's organ playing uh, Bach's fugues, would you normally register the pedal with principal chorus and no couplers plus the pedal posaune or is this read too loud? I'm used to playing small organs more in the English style, so you always use the great pedal coupler. Sometimes on Australian organs the pedal posaune is too loud for fugues, so you might use the swell 16 foot reed coupler into the pedal with the swell to pedal coupler. And just use the great principal course in the manuals. Can you believe it's only nine weeks to go? Looking forward to hearing from you. I hope you have a lovely day. Take care, God bless. John. So, how are you today, Oshak? I'm fine. What does it mean? I just feel fine. Is it better? Do you feel better than yesterday? Well, yes, I feel better because today is Saturday and I don't have to teach classes, so I'm very happy. Exactly. Yesterday was uh, was quite a strenuous day for you, right? You, you played uh, diploma ceremonies. Yes, and uh, because I had to go to that ceremony right after, you know, five classes that I taught at school, it was very busy and stressful day. Yeah, we have to think about our planning for upcoming uh, Bach's birthday recital, which also will be uh, in the f- evening of Friday. Yes, it will be hard actually to play a recital after, you know, working day. So John uh, writes those questions uh, because he is coming to play a recital um, at St. John's in April. Yes, in April. And we are looking forward to Uh, finally meet him in person. Exactly. So this is really exciting. And uh, we feel that we know him and his family well through, what, six uh, years of interaction? Yes. But never haven't actually physically met him. So that will be the first time. 
we spoke uh, with him on the past podcast uh, at least I did but of course uh, we both uh, you know read uh, his emails and uh, feedback he sends frequently so we feel like we are very much connected to his experience in Australia that's true so now let's help John you know, to get impression about what our organ is and how he needs to prepare for his recital exactly um so maybe we first will talk about that action. Yes, um, but before that, he also asked you, or asked us, could you please send me some photos of the stop jumps of the Saint Organ, Saint John's Organ, so that I can be more familiar with the layout. Of course, we can do that. Uh, the layout is very simple. If we can just say a few words right uh, of the top of our heads. Uh, when you sit on the organ bench you face the music rack what do you see uh, to the right hand side ocean and to the left hand side well you see stop knobs and there are like four rows in each side of stop knobs vertically yes they are well vertically and sometimes it's hard to pull them out because we are sort of heavy mechanical wooden sticks mm-hmm with knobs at the end. So, and then the principle is that the the further from your both sides are the pedal stops. Mm-hmm. So it's a symmetrical layout, right? Yes. Uh, the closest row to the organist is the grid. Yes, the grid, or the first manual, actually, because in many organs... In other countries, you have the second manual as the Hauptwerk or grid. Mm-hmm. But here is, you know, the first manual is the grid. Okay, what's the next row then? Then you just keep moving up. The, so the second row is the second manual. That's the swell pedal. This yes. swell box. Swell box. Mm-hmm. And our swell box is located right in the center, in the middle of of. Of you know, pedal board between uh, <coughs> E and F notes, yes, of the tenor yes. octave, and actually it opens fairly easily. Um, it opens up when you push down, push um, just like accelerator accelerator pedal on the car, right? That's true. Because there are opposite systems. Sometimes uh, when you open the box, you have to press with your heel, not with the toe. Yes, when the, the third row in both sides is the third manual, mm-hmm. which is sort of a little bit imitation of a grid. And uh, actually the first and the third manuals we are very well suited for Baroque music, for early music. Mm-hmm. And the second swell division is more, you know, suitable for romantic music, <coughs> or later music. And uh, we have to remember that the third manual is positioned on the highest level of the organs. So yes, like, it's, like it's, the it's Oberwerk, Oberwerk, basically, if we compare with German organs. And the scaling of those principles in the Oberwerk is rather narrow. So we have to keep in mind when registering any kind of music, because normally we, we double then 
the principal plus plus a flute of yes. the same uh, pitch level, then it's more rounded feeling, even though it is Baroque-like. Yes. And what else could we tell about our organ that on the left side are louder stops located? More principles? Yes, more principles, mixtures, and, you know, loud reeds. With the exception of Bombarde. Yes, and Undamaris is on the left side too. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, on the left side, which is, you know, a soft stop, but... And... And Go ahead. And on the right side, we have, like, uh, string stops and flutes, uh, softer reeds, like oboe on the swell division. Vox Humana. Vox Humana, and, of course, with exception of Bombarde, as you told. Bombarde is on the (coughs) grid. So here, uh, on this organ, we have uh, 16-foot stops on every division. Yes, so you basically can, you know, have a piano on each single manual. Of course, we have manual couplers too, but basically you don't have to use them. Mm -hmm. I don't think any, actually, of those, you know, couplers are really needed for this instrument. But of course, you can use, you know, them if you need them. We have pedal couplers and manual couplers. Yesterday evening, I just had a, a chat with the no, with an organist who will be playing a recital tonight, and he is going to play a lot of romantic pieces, including Sonata by Roybke, on this organ, and he loves to play with couplers, and he, you know, not complained, but was sort of a little bit worried that the action then becomes extremely heavy. Well, don't play such a repertoire on this instrument. It's highly unsuited for Robke Sonata or, no, for, I don't know, Verne's Symphony. It could be done, but... Uh, but the result won't be, will not be satisfying. Unless you just love a big sound. Because especially, you know, the swell division is very heavy. Yes, and you cannot play sonata by Roybke without you no know, swell division. So, mm-hmm. so I I wouldn't play music like this. The tempo must be slower than because of the acoustics. Also, five seconds of reverberation. True. I think it's like Brahms, Mendelssohn. This sounds nice on our organ, but probably not the pieces beyond that. Not like Roybke. Or Vierne. Yeah, or er- Frank. early romantic music works well because of the Kirnberger free temperament, of course. Yeah, so, you know, for anybody who, you know, selects pieces for our organ, I would suggest that free accidentals are, you know, the most, the top of accidentals that you choose your pieces. Uh, to get the best result, of yes. course. You can play anything yes. on this organ, even uh, Volumina by Ligeti. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, will you like the result? Will your listeners uh, will enjoy the result? It depends, right? Uh, if you compare this organ uh, for re- with a real romantic organ, where you could play, you know, uh, German romantic or French romantic music, extremely well uh, 
then this organ is more suited for the Baroque organ. But if you compare St. John's organ with neo-Baroque instrument, like we have several of those in Vilnius, uh, then of course our instrument is superior to these neo-baroque organs even for the romantic music. That's true because we have you know nice flutes and nice string stops. So you can you know do a lot of things but 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 probably not Roike. Uh, well the actual advice would be to uh, probably mm, see and exploit the best qualities of the instrument first uh, and then uh, go ahead and uh, maybe play some music that you enjoy the most you know in in addition to that uh, you know because you have to play what you enjoy right yes that's true especially if you enjoy romantic music and you would only have to play imagine Uh, just the Baroque or early music on this instrument, you would suffer, will be frustrated. But if you play a part of the program, uh, you know, uh, romantic music and part of the Baroque music, that would be like a win-win situation. That's true. What about modern music, Osha? Does it work here well? Yes, it works well. Better than romantic? Yes, I would say that it works better than romantic. So that's the reason I keep improvising uh, in, in a modern style, and it works well for me. Of course, when I improvise, I choose the layout of the stops and the stops themselves that work for my music. I, I, I adjust, I don't force, I don't, uh, you know, uh, put my music ahead of the instrument. I, I always listen how it sounds, what the instrument wants. I suggest you do the same when you play this instrument. Yes. All right, so another question John had uh, uh, about uh, English-speaking listeners. And um, will we have uh, tourists in April? Some we might, not probably as many as we wish for, but, but some might you know, attend the recital. And, you know, if John wants to speak English, you know, to introduce his, his program to to audience, that's very nice. And then Vidas can translate it. We had those, you know, cases in, in our past. And Vidas was a wonderful translator. We have a microphone uh, right in the organ balcony and uh, we can, uh, we can uh, take turns. Right, John and and myself, yes. and I can uh, introduce him in Lithuanian, and um, and then he can play and talk, and I can translate. So, guys, uh, I hope uh, some of these uh, remarks were useful to you. This is not all uh, of these questions that John sent, but since our time is limited, we're going to discuss the rest of them in the next podcast conversation. So stay tuned for the update. Okay, this was Vidas. And Osha. And remember, when you practice... Miracles happen.